Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the round-the-clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge. We thank you for listening to each episode, downloading it, and sharing it with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Medical Moms NICU, to receive free Medical Mom Takeaway tips. Join our Facebook Medical Mom Unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of. Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, and today's episode is going to focus on double grief and how do you navigate that. Saturday, I was informed that my aunt, which is my mom's big sister, passed away, and I was in shock because she was like a second mom to me, and I had just spoke to her on Friday. And I was telling her that I'm finally in a position where I'm nurturing, nurturing myself better. And I'm also in a position where I feel like I can entertain the possibility of a part-time job. And she was very excited for me. And I told her I was applying for federal jobs since I am a veteran. And she was just really excited for me and my future. And my aunt has always been an encourager. But... It hurt because I had just buried my dad in July of this year. And as this year comes to the close, I was thinking that that was the only loss that I would have to deal with. But unfortunately, God had other plans and gave my aunt peace and eternal rest Saturday, as was my dad eternal rest in July And they both were givers. They both would drop what they're doing to accommodate family, friends, co-workers, strangers, because they felt like God was calling them to do more and to impact those around them and let their light shine. And essentially, I used to watch them make so many different actions of giving and charity. And it inspired me to wants to do the same. When I'm in a position to give, I'll give. And when I'm in the position to pour into those around me, I will. And so I've always been inspired by them. And so by going through the motions of grief and experiencing that grief, it can be very difficult because your mind is just often wondering like, what's next? And you're in shock for both of those circumstances because one is your parent and that's half of who you are and then another is a bonus parent that is your aunt but my aunt didn't have children so she raised me as a daughter so it's like grieving two parents in the midst of the holiday season and this is new for me I've never experienced it in my life so to go through this motion of grief 
is sometimes difficult to comprehend. My mind has to pick a moment to really just release. And because I had such a close relationship with both, um, my dad and my aunt, everyone's looking to me to be the strong one. Or they're looking to me to crumble because I had such a great relationship with both my dad and my aunt. And so I try my best to not show my vulnerability because I don't want them to be concerned about me, including my mom. But at the same time, I'm mourning too. And so there's times where I feel like in this position, I will find different communities. I'm a part of a a relationship community where I can be able to release to sisters that I trust how I'm really feeling. And that was very therapeutic for me Sunday. I cried. I praise God because I'm still here. I'm still here. I was going through a lot of postpartum depression with having three children under five and one that's medically complex. And so it was overwhelming. And to have these two major blows within six months, it can really knock you to your knees. And I felt like in the moment when my mom told me the news that I was literally... I felt like the wind was knocked out of me because this is someone that nurtured me since I was a baby. Both of them, my dad and my aunt, they never missed a a play or recital activity and they took time with me. They educated me. I can remember when my aunt had me stand in front of a mirror and she would tell me to say, I like myself because I am me over and over again till I literally believed it. And now at 34 years old, I can still remember how I felt with saying that. I remember being in the garden with her and having cookouts and celebrations and parties for all types of occasions. I remember raking leaves with her because she had this big tree in the front of her house and it would collect a lot of leaves and we would put them in the trash and I would take my feet and stump in the trash bag <laughs> so we could make more room for the leaves to go into the trash bag. I remember catching fireflies and it was just in a mason jar. And th- these moments were just moments where I could bond with her. I could bond with her and I am really torn up. I just watched one of her celebrations of life which is her 70th birthday because she was 77 when she passed and we had a celebration at a party house and she had a great time decorations food entertainment it was just beautiful balloons it was just fabulous and my aunt was a fashionista she loved to dress she loved to look good no matter what store she went to she would just clean up house and she took me shopping all the time and I didn't like it I didn't like getting any clothes because she would always make me try them on I just wanted to say Angie I want to wear that to school but she said try it on first because I'm not coming back to return it and so she took a lot of time just making sure my clothes fit because I was built very uniquely and I was I had big feet but I had a narrow heel so we would struggle with the proper shoes to wear and now I find myself struggling the same issue with my daughter and she's got like bare feet (laughs) fat feet but she has a narrow heel just like her mom and so I told my aunt because I would always tell her news about her great niece and great nephews 
And so I told her, I said, I find myself repeating the struggle that you had with me. And history truly does repeat itself. And so for those who are listening to this podcast, I just want to challenge you to take the memories that you have. And if you have children, pass those memories on to your children so that the spirit never dies. The spirit never dies. And truly it does not. When I listen to the music that she grew up with, she loved jazz, she loved funk. And and actually when she transitioned, I was actually celebrating her niece's life because she had just turned two. And so we went to the trampoline park. But before we went there to celebrate her birthday, I put on some funk music that my dad loved. And I knew that she grew up on my aunt at the time. And I just played it until we was ready to go to the trampoline park. And it just brought up so many good memories that I had with my dad. And just that era of time where my aunt grew up because she was 77. So she's seen it all, all the music changes and whatnot. And so just tapping into their generational music can connect you with the lost loved one that you're mourning writing a note to them and honoring what they have done for you. I'm in the midst of paying homage to my aunt and memorializing her and deciding whether I want to speak from my heart because I can really speak from my heart because I have so many memories that I can reference or write it down so that I won't get so lost if I get emotional. Last time with my dad, I wrote everything down. God inspired me to get up and write and it was just beautiful. So... I'm debating whether I'm going to write or am I just going to let it flow from the heart. But you can write a note when you're mourning. You can write a note and you can also do little things like say they have a favorite fragrance. You can spray that fragrance to remember them. You could, if they have certain things that they like to wear, just certain places they like to go you can honor them by going there a restaurant or a store that they like to shop at my aunt loved ross <laughs> so i intend to possibly get my outfit for her memorial service there if it's too triggering for you you can also just let it out crying because i've cried multiple times in just a matter of 72 hours just crying over my dad and then it's crying over my aunt passing Saturday and I had just talked to her Friday so just crying in the shower letting it out you can also just be in silence silence and be still because sometimes the stillness will awaken what you're feeling and you can also feel how they're feeling now that they have transitioned and God has blessed them to transition from the earth I know that my dad's spirit and his legacy continues to carry because I take the time to say, Dad, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And God will lead me to know what to do. And I have confirmation from other people around me. And God will speak through his word to give me that confirmation that I'm on the right track. And so just having that silence to meditate on what your loved one that has transitioned wants you to do. If you have a responsibility or if you need to renew a relationship that's broken. Your loved one will speak to you in that silence. Another thing that you can do when honoring double grief is to build that parallel 
because I know that my dad and my aunt valued family. And so with that being said, I am taking time to say, how can I honor my family that I've been given based on what I've felt from them? And that's spending time with them. I find it so divine that I would be at the trampoline park when my aunt was transitioning from this earth, celebrating my daughter with my auntie, which is my dad's sister, and my husband and our two sons, and just jumping, jumping, jumping like a little kid and bouncing, bouncing, bouncing and falling and getting back up. You know, these are playful moments that kind of keep your childhood alive that you grew up with with your parents, your aunts, your uncles, or whoever you're you're grieving. And I feel like those are the ways that you can always tap into that can help you heal. You can talk to a counselor in this journey. You'll never know what you're going to feel from one day to the next. So reaching out to a counselor, whether it be private or group, there are free counseling sessions. You just have to go on Google and just say free counseling sessions in such and such place. And you can also go on Facebook and type in counseling groups and reach out to those private chats and see what's the next meeting time. What I also find refuge, my aunt and my dad believed in Christ. And so I also find my, my spirit is fools when I'm worshiping God. On Sunday, I was able to worship God with my husband who's supporting me in my grief and sorrow. And it really encouraged myself to have him to lean on when there were songs that were being sung that made me think of my aunt. And I was just no more good. And there was one song, it they just automatically start singing and it's somewhere listening for my name and so I just started crying and I had to remove myself but I wasn't embarrassed and go to the bathroom and get myself together because I was just crying because I was like I could hear my aunt say I'm somewhere listening for my name and so it just brings me honor to know that they're both resting peacefully and not suffering because they both had invisible illnesses that they didn't want the family to be aware of because they were so caught up in serving, serving God and serving their family. But I know they had their struggles internally. And so it gives me joy that they are at peace, they are at rest. And it's, and it gives me the ability to strive towards service, service to others. Because it's not about you. It's really not about you. It's about being a servant to God. And doing things that are spirit-led. And so I just want to say rest in peace to my dad, Gary. And rest in peace to my Aunt Sherry. Y'all are loved and missed and cherished. As I reflect on your wisdom, it really brings joy to my heart. And y'all have given me the, the strength to carry on in your honor and to continue to nurture three beautiful children because y'all instill so much love into me and so I will always always thank you and my children will know who who did that for me because your spirit lives on in me and that's the deeper meaning impart those words of wisdom impart that that love that you felt to your children 
into those around you and they'll be curious to know where did that come from and you can give them the stories and the memories if they're willing to listen and that can help you heal so I just want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast of how to get through double loss this is a new journey for me I'm really being vulnerable because this is new and I don't have it all together so what I do know I will share if you're listening for the first time, I want to thank you so much for joining Medical Moms and NICU. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Medical Moms and NICU, and join our private Medical Mom Unity on Facebook by answering a few questions. Rate this podcast. Let us know how we can serve you better. And also, you can tune in every Monday, Medical Moms and NICU. Thank you so much, and I hope that you have a beautiful holiday season. And even if you find yourself just mourning and mourning, let it out. Let it out. Today I play some holiday songs to kind of get the vibe going in a higher direction, and I'm thankful. So whatever it looks like for you, continue to do it. Take care.